Welcome to the Morning Mix podcast. We started out this morning uh, chatting about sexy underwears. Yeah, a, a lot of people claim to buy them for Valentine's Day, yeah. but um, we're not buying it. Yeah. Yeah. I say wearing holy underwear from Costco. Pajamas and quarter keepers. That's, yeah, where, that's, that's where it ended up. Also, being an adult is difficult, and you have to learn how to do a lot of things. And then there are things that some of us as adults have no idea how to do anyway. Do you want to change a tire? Uh, I can change a tire. I've changed a tire. Pumping and gas is tough. Uh, <laughs> that's coming anyway. And we had to find a morning mix movie correspondent looking for somebody that can go to all these movies and give us uh, the reviews and all the intel on them. And you thought video stores were dead. No, they're not. They are back. They are back, and one woman is retired because of them. That and much more are coming your way on the Morning Mix podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. A new survey was done by J.D. Williams, who's actually just the guy who lives in Cicero. But yes. He revealed that 30% of couples will spend Valentine's Day at home this year. 30%. We'll spend Valentine's at home. Eh, we're not, you know, we'll just keep, keep it local. We'll stay at the house. Maybe we'll order something in, but we'll stay at home. Mm-hmm. 30% of women plan to wear lingerie on Valentine's Day, according to this survey. And this is the interesting one. 54% of women in this survey claim that they're going to buy some new underwear for Valentine's Day. Mm. 54% of women buying new underpants for Valentine's Day. 30% wearing lingerie on Valentine's Day. Really? Is this for real? Do we think this is real? I don't no, think this think is real. No, I think it's like 90%. You think it's high? I think it's like negative <laughs> 5%. Yeah. No. I think people are putting on extra clothes. No, 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 no. I mean, you need to get something pink or red. Uh, I feel like if you're going to do something, Valentine's Day is your is your excuse to buy something new. I can only speak from my own perspective, right? And Amy and I have had this conversation with my wife, and I've often said to her, no sense in wasting your money on that stuff. Yeah, because I it ain't gonna be on very long. You know what I'm saying? Like, what am I? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're, I'm you're gonna happy see to it. be there anyway. Exactly no right. No matter which way, you, you can know. have on that old pancreatic cancer 5K T-shirt with the coffee stain on it. I'm in. Right. I, right. I'm all in. I'm on board. Right. I'm good to go. Yeah. Like, well, you're present and interested. Let's go. High fives all but around. Yeah. Sometimes it's more about what you want to feel like. So oh, you're 100%. like you're buying a new skirt. So then 100%. you're like, okay, I, I'm buying a new pink heart skirt and a new shirt, and now I want to feel cute underneath as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to buy okay. something a little spicy or I get that. I totally get that. It's like a confidence thing and you want to feel sexy. I totally get that. Yeah. I just, this number seems high to me from, I don't know, 54% 54 of of women in this survey, uh, whether straight, gay or otherwise, are planning to buy underpants for Valentine's Day. 
And I just, that feels high to me. Yeah. Even you, if you're at Target and you know you go to the pajama section. But see, yeah, that's what I was just going to say. They'll do like long, and I wasn't even joking. Yeah. Do, do, does long thermal, like, heart underwear, uh, or like not underwear, long thermal pajamas count? I don't <laughs> think yeah. that counts. Like but what's interesting, <laughs> yeah. though, is what Violetta suggested could be true of that purchase, right? Like the idea of I want to feel confident and sexy. And maybe for you, that's like these are really comfortable, fitted, cute pajamas and I feel hot in these so I'm going to wear these. Well, and you know what I mean? festive. Like right. that's the idea. Right. Like like I'm like some people might be buying the red or pink lingerie uh with straps on it because that's festive for what they're doing. Right, right, right. Or the Aldi Heart Thermal You know what I'm talking about. Set. They're so I, cute. I, I, right. I bought them too. Like I love them <laughs> yeah. and I love thermals, but I also love Valentine's Day, like no matter what right. type of celebration. So I think it counts. It counts. I I agree. I I'm just saying in this survey, the way they phrased the well, question. Phrase yeah. it, read it again. 54% of women are buying new underwear for Valentine's Day. So well, it's I underwear. Think it's, a, it's, it's pretty a clear, right? It's a catch-all phrase. Right. Underwear, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. It's any of those things. I don't think pajamas falls into that personally. No. But no. I do agree. Yeah. So you could be a target and there's like a cute thing that says like a right. heart, with a heart on the butt. And it's not like see through yeah. anything. Or you it's know right. when the heart is like right at the butt cheeks at the top and they have a cutout? Yeah, I don't right. know this specifically, but it's like everything's covered except for right at Just the Just like an air crack. flap there? Right at no at the top. L- right at, at the, the coin top. slot? For the coin slot. Yeah. Yeah, got it. That's weird to me, but it does Where seem do like they a sell coin those? slot. Yeah. They have those at like Target. They do? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I'm looking in the wrong section. Mm-hmm. Shame on me. And then you can take that Aldi quarter and say, Yeah, and put it right in there. Yeah, that's where you can hold it. It's your quarter keeper. My God. <laughs> it's a one crappy quarter. My gosh. Now, um, this is, uh, I've never purchased my wife uh, sexy underpants before. Whip, have you ever purchased your wife sexy uh, underpants? Honestly, I I wouldn't rule it out, but yeah. I don't specifically remember I doing it, but I might have. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'll say as a girl, nobody has ever bought me sexy underpants. Sexy underpants. Weird. Nikki? Joel did our really? very first year. Really? I was wow. like, don't That's when that kind of thing happens. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's that's early days. Phasey, You're trying to remember fuzzy. back. Hazy, right. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was our, our first Valentine's Lacey. Day was what? like a whole thing. Like he really? bought, he bought so, like it was our first Valentine's Day together. So yeah, there was like lingerie. Oh, yeah. There was this like keepsake book. There was like, there was like 10 things. Did he have things. on like a silk smoking jacket? Yeah, right? I feel like Joel would. And there yeah. was flavors. I feel yeah. like there's different flavors. And then like next year we went to like White Castle. Right, exactly right. He was like, it's getting kind of hot my underpants are melting. Uh, they are watermelon flavor, so we should probably get into this. <laughs> also, White Castle, don't sleep on that. They no. do a romantic dinner I know, dinner that's there. what I'm saying. You're going to want to have that? the pants with uh, the air uh, flap. No, we, well, sort of. Okay. We, we got it to go. We didn't actually okay, make the reservation right, right. because you got to book those tables out. Yeah. yeah, come on. Years in advance, yeah. please. What's interesting about this conversation, the thing that, I, that sparked as we started to talk about it is the thing that makes you feel sexy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I think it's true of men and women. It doesn't matter. There's maybe it's something and maybe it's not this sort of stereotypical sexy underpants. Maybe it is really comfy PJs. Like my wife has some of those like they're I don't think they're really silk, but they kind of feel like that. You know what yeah. I mean? And they're just like flowy. And, and she always is like, oh, man, I love these. And I'm like, me, too. Let's get, <laughs> yeah. if you get over here, please. Right. Let's, let's get over here. Hang on a second. <laughs> what makes you feel sexy? 312-233-1019. We're, uh, what about a dozen days out from Valentine's Day? The day of sexy love. Mm-hmm. Yes. What makes you feel sexy? 
And maybe it's maybe it's dinner for two at White Castle. Right. You go, nothing makes me feel sexier than being bloated. I just am ready to roll around in the hay and let that air out. Let's go. Maybe it's a full leg wax. Could be a leg Honestly, wax. Honestly, just one. Full, no, full leg. Yeah, that's that's what's sexy about it. You never want to do the half leg wax. You got to do the full. Well, yeah, the full goes all the way up the thigh. Please, three one two two three three one zero one nine. My favorite thing about this is Swanee's going to have to add to the phone and go. Uh, hey, what makes it feel sexy? Yeah. Three one two. <laughs> this time it's a legitimate question. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, what exactly, are you wearing yeah. makes right. sense now. Uh, right. Liz and HR, this is for the show. Yeah. Three one two two three three one zero one nine. What makes you feel sexy? Hi, Julia. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I don't want to be inappropriate, Julia, but what makes you feel sexy? <laughs> wearing a pair of heels. A pair of mm. heels. Now this could be heels in any day, any weather. If you just throw those on, you feel uh, just like a little boost and sex appeal. Yeah, um, I don't wear them very often at all. Um, so when I do put them on, you know, it feels a little different, a little mm. sexier. So yeah. are are you in a relationship? No, I'm single. You're single. Okay, great. So if you're going out one night and you're like, I'm looking to meet somebody tonight, will you throw on the heels for that reason? Yes, definitely. Okay, interesting. I like this. Julia, can I ask you one more question? Sure. What are you wearing right now? You got on heels right now? <laughs> No, no. Uggs? You got some Uggs on this morning? So. Oh, you work in a school? Yeah. yeah. A lot yeah. of flats? Okay, I got sexy you. at home. Yeah, yeah. I, I do sexy all by myself, not right, with the right, kids right. around. Yeah. From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. 63% of Gen Zers, which are 11 to 26-year-olds. Okay. Zoomers. That's right. They're feeling burnt out from adulting. Like oh, get set, ready, yeah. get ready, everybody! You're just you're just on the starting blocks, That's basically. Nothing, man. So, you're uh, twelve. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. calm down. Really, seventeen percent of Zoomers don't know how to write a check. Well, kind of makes one sense. thing they might yeah. not ever they need, never to need to know. Twenty nine percent of Millennials don't know how to change a diaper. Feel like you don't need to know how to change a diaper until you have a thing that's wearing diapers. You figure you know it out. I mean? You figure Pretty it quick. out. Trial by fire. You yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, you have to. The kid or your parents. Yeah. So right. Yeah. One or the other. Have to figure mm. it out. Forty-six percent of Zoomers don't know how to tie a tie. Mm. So that's an interesting one. Yeah, I think part of it is we're not really wearing ties very often right. anymore. Thank God. You know. Yeah. Even as little kids going to events and things like that. I remember as a kid, you'd have to wear a tie to like, you know, church sometimes or first communion sometimes, like that kind of thing. But you didn't do it like a clip on as a kid? Like you did no, a real I, tie? No, I wore a clip on. Yeah. But then in high school, even I saw like uh, our nieces and nephews for their uh, like homecoming and stuff. Nobody's wearing ties. Yeah. They're all just wearing like uh, hoodies. Be like, do you <laughs> like, know how to tie a tie? I, I do know how to tie a tie, and I don't know why my dad showed me. Like, my dad would wear a suit and tie every night to the restaurant. Right. Like, he'd come home before, you know, the dinner service and get ready in a suit and tie. Because your folks owned a restaurant, and he yeah. ran the restaurant. Yeah, and yeah. we lived on top of it, so, like, that was always a process. Like, we didn't see him all day, and then we'd, like, help him get ready. So yeah. I yeah. he'd I'd tie the tie and take it off, and then he would put oh, it on. Oh, that's cute. And yeah. I think he probably would fix it, because I don't know it. if I was really I have really no great. idea how to tie a tie. Really? Zero clue. Yeah. Zero. But that's why there's YouTube, you know? Right. Joel, Joel will, will, will rock a tie from time to time, right? Yeah, he knows that, but he will have to Google how to do a bow tie. So that's uh, where I feel like I have a superpower, because I can tie a bow tie, yeah. and I've done it without looking. No, before. that's crazy. That's yeah. me bragging. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. Uh, Whip, you ever, you're not really tying ties very often, right? No. You Every boys time, either? Uh, you know, they're going to have to learn probably, I'm not going to be the guy to teach them, yeah. because uh, I used to have to, on the odd occasion when I would have to wear one as a kid, I would have to go to my grandpa every time and basically have him do it for me. Yeah. 
Uh, and then I would just keep the tie tied yep. and not undo it because every time I try to do it, I screw it up. I mean, I can technically get it done, but it looks like S. Sure. So, yeah, yeah I, I got to relearn every time. It's so rare. When I was in show choir at Prospect High School, <clears throat> thank you, we yeah. have to uh, wear a we have to wear a tie in every performance. So everybody had a tie tie all the time. Yeah. So that was another one. It was like, oh man. So yeah, I I don't I don't man. I probably wear a tie four times a year now. Like if I'm going to a wedding or something like that. I think it's so nice that you don't even have to even at a wedding yeah. anymore. Right. It's like you're you're like fine not without it yeah yeah i will say though i do like doing it at those events though where i have an excuse to do it i'm like oh this is nice i'm dressing up this is fun you know what i mean but on the day-to-day even around here guys used to wear suits and ties all the time yeah so 46 percent of gen zers don't know how to tie a tie 41 percent of millennials and zoomers don't know how to sew clothing Mm. neither do i no that's good i'm surprised that's not higher yeah 41 percent so you're telling me that 60%, if I was like, hey, fix the hole in these pants, they could do it? Mm. Apparently, according I to this, right? I think it's easier than you think. Like, yeah. if you had the string and needle in front of you and the hole, you'd be like, okay, left, right, left. Yeah, like I've been in hotels before where they have the little, like, uh, thing in the bathroom. and one, It's a sewing kit. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, ah, I, want to, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. It is so much nicer, though, just drop it off at your mom's. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I do that, but yeah, Joel, Joel doesn't know how to do that. Like, No. You know, sew a hole. But when you read that, I think it's like making, like sewing, like right. sewing machine. They like, do say sew a hole. Yeah. Okay. So or put a patch on. I guess. Okay. Yeah, yeah. A patch. Put on a patch. <laughs> I mean, you have see. so many holes in your pants, kid. <laughs> Let me put a patch on them. I used to have patched pants as a little kid, because like you know you're growing so quick. It's like I don't want to buy you another pair. You're gonna grow out of them. Let me just. My mom would iron on like other denim patches that you could get at Michaels that you just iron on. Yeah, like with Insync's faces on them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, how yeah. yours were. Yeah. yeah, that's how that's that's how mine were. Yeah, same. Even as I was like thirty. Wow. What's wrong with Justin Timberlake right. on my knee? By the time he was thirty, though, he was down to just like the Joey patches. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, what happened to the Justin patches? Ah, oh, man, I burned through those right away. Seriously. Yeah. Don't wait till I get to the Chris Kirkpatrick patches. We call them the Chris Kirk patches. That's right. Yeah, that's on my pants. They're on my Jinko jeans. Check them out. What do you not know how to do? There's an adulting task, and you have no idea how to do it. You're a full blown adult. You're like I. I have no idea how to do this, right. quote, adulting task. You've, like, possibly raised a human being. Yes. And you have no idea how to do something probably right. pretty basic. Already seeing a bunch coming in on the text thread at 312-233-1019. And a lot of people calling. We're going to start here with Judy. Hi, Judy. Good morning. Good morning. Judy, I do not think you are alone in this one. As an adult, what do you have no idea how to do? I cannot fold a fitted sheet. Oh, amen. Yeah. It's just a pile. Right. Yeah. I, have, I roll it up and ball it and it goes in the closet. Yeah. And then it's like, I've seen there's videos on YouTube and it's yeah. not even, I don't even feel like it's worth my time to learn. No. I'm like, what am I've I doing? Tried, it was like, it doesn't work. Yeah. It's, oh, you tuck this corner into that corner and then this corner, that one, then you got to yeah. meet them over. I'm like, forget about it. And then it's big and you can't, my arms don't stretch that wide. That's right. <laughs> yep. You find a corner and you shove it in there. That's right. The whole that's sheet. It. And then, then you just shove it, shove right it in, in there. there. Where's the fitted sheet? It's just that ball over there. Oh. Hi, Kimberly. Good morning. Yeah, I don't know how to make coffee. (laughs) Okay. Don't have a clue. Do you drink coffee? No, I don't drink it. Okay. But I feel bad when people come over. Like, there's the coffee pot if you want some. Yeah, it's not as hard as it looks. It's it was intimidating for a long time, and then you try it, and you're like, wow, this is the easiest thing that I thought was hard that ever existed. Now, do you drink tea or any kind of hot beverage in the morning? I'll do tea, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know how to 
bag that. Yeah, you can do that. They, you know what my dad does, Kimberly? Uh, he buys, you can buy like tea bags of coffee. And Whoa. you can do that oh. with the, yeah. And then that way if you have people come over and you don't have like a Keurig or something, right. you have those. Right Look at yeah, that. Adulting insane. made easy, guys. Oh. There it is. First time I heard of that. Now, Kimberly's not the only one. We got a lot of texts from people that don't know how to make coffee. It looks wild. complex. It does, yeah. But then it's really not. No. And then, you know, I mean, in normal coffee pot, it's in ours anyway, it's like one-to-one, basically. It's like yeah. a scoop mm-hmm. to the number of water. That's exactly what, yeah. what, I, what I think it is. Yeah. yeah. And if you want a little more, you throw a little right, uh, sprinkle right. on the top. That's fine. <laughs> Hi, Raya. Good morning. How are you? I'm getting you. We're doing really well. What do you not know how to do as an adult? I cannot change a tire. No idea how to change a tire. Oh, gosh. No. No oh. way. I wouldn't See, know either. Nope. I've always thought, Raya, that they should teach you that in driver's ed. There should be like a half hour where they take you out and they go, if you're tired, here's what yeah. you do. Have you ever been in the situation where you had a flat? Oh, of course. I was getting on the expressway and I hit a bad pothole mm. and my tire just instantly went flat. No. Like, I called my uncle, my granddad, my dad. <laughs> that is how you change a tire. Right. You call someone That's else right. who knows how. <laughs> did anybody That's come right. out to help you, or did you have to call, like, AAA or something? Um, yeah, my granddad and my uncle came out to help. That's okay. But I had to call oh. the police because I was, on the, I was on the ramp to get on the expressway. So. Right. That is hilarious. Pause in traffic, so. left and yeah. right. I saw this hilarious TikTok. This woman had gotten a flat tire. And these two guys had stopped to help her, and they got out, and neither one of them knew how to change a tire. Mm-hmm. And she was like, why are you here? And they were like, well, we just wanted to be nice. And she was like, get away from me. Yeah. Why are you here? Hi, Jennifer. Good morning. Good morning. What? I do not know how to turn on a grill nor cook on one. Don't know how to light it, cook on it, nothing with the grill. Yeah. Nothing with the grill. Just learned this, like seriously, four months ago. So I'm with you. It's intimidating, but once you get, once you do it one time, you 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 can do it. Do you have? My husband has showed me over and over, and I still don't know how to do it. In one ear and out the other. Is that just because you want him to cook dinner? You're like, I don't know how to use the grill. I'm not gonna lie, I don't know how to cook either. But even if I could turn it on, I still don't. I won't do it. Okay. So you don't even you don't really cook very often at all, even in the kitchen, nothing like that. Right, but like I have adult children, like 21, 19, they could turn it on. I still won't even. It's a natural gas one, too. It's not like it's that hard. Right. But yeah. yeah. It's scary. It's a little scary. I mean, for, yeah. I think it's a little scary because you think you're going to blow everything up. It kind of sounds like Jennifer's talking to herself in the mirror. She's like, it's not that hard, okay? You can totally do it. You can do this. And finally, we go to Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Good morning. Good morning. You're a full blown adult and you don't know how to do what? <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Um, I do not know how to pump gas. You don't. So do you drive an electric car? <laughs> no, I I used to pump gas using cash, um, but I'm a little older. So when the debit card thing happened in the world, my husband has pumped gas for me every time I need I need it. So it's it's about the paying part of it. It's about the putting in the card and it that is. whole thing. Yes, it is. interesting. But you can still walk inside and pay cash. I, yeah, but I normally don't carry cash around anymore. Oh, right, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. Back up, back up, now, back so, up, everyone. I mean, I will come home from work and I will call him, and he'll be at home in his slippers, and I will be like, uh, "I need you to get up and come to the gas station with me because I'm low on gas." Got it. So there are other <laughs> machines and places where the credit card inserts, you know, deinserts, taps, etc., the same way it does at the gas station. Are you able to use it in other retail locations? <laughs> yes. 
Interesting. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm very embarrassing. No, 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 no. no need. No need. No need to be embarrassed. Is I your understand. husband one of those husbands who fills it up for you without mm. you asking? Is that a thing? He does. He okay. does. He does that. We have we have an agreement. I do the laundry. He pumps my gas. Okay. So, he pumps my yeah. gas could mean a lot of things, Amanda. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to put it in. Take it out. Happy Valentine's Day. I, I insert it and I leave it in there. And then, mm-hmm. and then you come and you take it out. I'm confused. The Morning Mix podcast. We're looking for our Morning Mix movie correspondent. This person will go to advanced screenings of Morning Mix movies throughout the year. And then we'll check in with you about those movies. Like, yeah. hey, tell us about Ant-Man. Like, if you ever go to Rotten Tomato, yes. Rotten Tomatoes, you'll see, like, there's the critics. Yes. Then there's the audience one. Yeah. And you'll be part of the audience That's one right. before everybody else is. Rotten Mixados. <laughs> yeah. That'll be it. The old Rotten Mixados I meter. like that. Yeah. yeah. That's something. Yeah, we're almost there. 312-233-1019. We need a Morning Mix movie correspondent. It's time for you to sell yourself. Hi, Colleen. Good morning. Good morning. Colleen, why are you the perfect candidate to be the Morning Mix movie correspondent? Well, back in the 90s, I um, owned video stores. <gasps> I had 11 in Indiana and 14 in Florida. Ooh. And I'm going to tell you, just long hours, and everyone comes up to the counter and says, hey, what's a good movie? Hey, did you see this movie? And so even now I'm not in the video store business anymore, people are still saying, Colleen, did you see that movie? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I did. Very interesting. So, mm-hmm. May I ask what brand of movie stores they were? Um, they were called, so we um, copied exactly what Blockbuster was doing. Mm-hmm. Well, and a lot of times opened up down the street from them. Same size, same, you know, everything. We were called Video Watch. Video and Watch. And we, um, we sold ours to um, Hollywood Video ah. just, just before the big... You good know. for you. Yeah. You got yeah. out of the game. was good. Yeah. Good for you, Colleen. That's yeah. awesome. Okay, yeah. Colleen, stay right there, okay? Don't go anywhere. Colleen... Used to own what sounds like 25 video stores yeah. between Florida and Indiana. And now she sees all the movies. Cool. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got a whole different vibe here. Oh, wait. Hang on. Hi, Elena. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Elena, why should you be the Morning Mix movie correspondent? Well, I watch almost uh, one or two movies every single night. And oh. I go to a movie at least once a week. I love my Tuesday $5 movies. Oh and I've God. seen so many movies with my parents. When we go on Netflix, we can't find a movie we have not seen. Whoa. Wow. Okay, I love this. Now, Elena, a lot of these movie screenings are going to happen in Chicago, like downtown. Is that going to be a problem for you should you become the Morning Mix movie correspondent? Oh, no. I've, I will drive to theaters specifically to see, like, the IMAX or, like, the 3D. Like, I will wow. drive to specific movies to see it in, like, the best quality I can, especially, like, those, like, top-rated movies, like, especially Ant-Man and the Lost. I'm, like, trying to find, like, the best theater to go see that one. So with seeing so many movies, do you just like them all, or are some better than others? Honestly, I'm just, there There are some that, like, I'm like, I probably won't watch it again, but I've seen, like, such crazy movies from, like, The Velocipaster, which is, like, spoiler alert, a pastor that turns into a velociraptor. No! Dinosaur. <laughs> Spoiler. It's the most oh, hilarious man. movie ever. It is made with like the lowest production you could ever imagine. Wow. Okay. It is hilarious. So, so you'll honestly, critique them. You'll critique them. Oh, yeah, them. of yeah. course. I have my opinion. Like, I will not hold out. Like, I've told so many different stories of different friends of what movies to see and whatnot. Okay. You're, going right. to the, you're going to the end of Netflix. Yes, all the when way. When you go yeah. to the end of she Netflix, it. it's a bad place. And you, you go there. The deep end of Netflix. Like, the movies you probably would never, never, never watch. <laughs> One final question, Elena. Did you ever see Gili? 
<laughs> no, I've never heard that oh, one. Oh, put on hold. What? Oh, You've seen the Velocipaster. Yeah. <laughs> but you wow. haven't seen Geely with Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez? No. I'm going to have to watch that. It's going to be on my list to watch tonight. Okay. It's supposed to be horrendous by all accounts, right? Like, no one liked it. It's got to be worse than the Velocipaster. Don't taint her opinion. (laughs) Okay, Elena, stay right there. Okay, don't go anywhere. So, Elena, uh, third grade teacher, watches everything, literally. And now Jasmine. Hi, Jasmine. How are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you today? We're doing really, really well. We're excited to be a part of your world, Jasmine. Now, uh, Jasmine, why should you be the Morning Mix movie correspondent? Just like everyone else, I am a huge movie buff. My boyfriend and I constantly go to the movies on the weekends. And my father used to work at Hollywood Video <laughs> years ago. Yes, and he used to always bring me and my sister in, and we would, like, watch every single movie possible because he had no babysitter. Okay. <laughs> so, so the old VCR was. You were raised yes. by Hollywood Video. <laughs> <laughs> Jasmine, what is the best movie you have ever seen in your life? Oh, my goodness. Um, I would have to go with Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints. Norman Reedus. Fantastic. Willem Dafoe. Now, (laughs) uh, Jasmine, what is the worst movie you've ever seen? Oh, that's hard. Um, Worst one for me personally, Twilight. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. You're a my heart, Jasmine. Oh, skin so is sparkling sorry. in the I'm sun. So sorry. Wow. Okay, Jasmine, <laughs> stay right there. Wow. Okay, Colleen used to be in the biz. She owned like 25 movie stores. Elena sees everything. She has seen even a movie called The Velocipaster. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler. Like what? Right, like made right. by puppets. I and, don't even know. Yeah. Like what's going on? And Jasmine was raised by Hollywood Video. Her favorite, the best movie she's ever seen, Boondock Saints. And the worst was, uh, what was the worst one? Twilight. Twilight. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Twilight. Our apologies. We got to get votes, you guys. All right, Nikki, will it be Colleen, Elena, or Jasmine? These are all so good. Um, uh, I'm going with Jasmine only because Boondock Saints okay. is a favorite in our family yep. as well. So Like that? Okay. Whip. I mean, really, I only heard one word when it came down to it that really stood out to me, and that was Velocipaster. Boom. Yeah. And so uh, I think I have to go with uh, the Velocipaster All right. candidate. That's a vote for Elena. Yes. V, what's your vote? This is so hard. It's very difficult. Be um, to make him choose. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. You, that's right. If you vote for Colleen, then I have to make the choice. Oh, um, okay. I'll, I'll choose Colleen. <laughs> you don't have to. I just don't no. want you to feel pressure. I was, yeah, I was just giving Chris crap. Who's trying to make no, it no, harder on me. No, no, let's do that. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. <laughs> okay, well, great. So, now I just, oh, man. <clears throat> Colleen owned, like, 25 video stores. Elena Velocipaster. And Jasmine was raised by Hollywood Video. Boy, we are looking for a morning mix movie correspondent. They're going to go to all these movies. You know what I mean? It's going to have to be a part of their lifeblood. You know, they have to really love them. They have to have opinions about them. Congratulations, Jasmine. All right. Boondock Saints and Twilight. That's all we needed to hear, Jasmine. Oh, my gosh. So, Jasmine, you are the final qualifier now to be our morning mix movie correspondent. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Oh, you bet. Now, tomorrow around this time... We will announce who that person is. So if you get a weird call tomorrow morning from 312, that's us. Okay, will do. Ah, thank you 
so much. I'm like all shaky right now. The Morning Mix Podcast. Every Thursday, we take three words, we put them into a song live on the air, and every week we use a theme. And this week's theme is Groundhog Day, because that, that that's today. It's Groundhog Day. And Whip, earlier, uh, Phil popped out of his hole, and what happened? Uh, saw the shadow. Saw the shadow. Yeah. What, what about Willie? Saw the shadow. Dang. Well, have, so have they, they agree. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever split? Oh, that's a great question. We can look in the did historical they? record and find out. I bet they have. I mean, well, how could they not have? I feel have like split, a couple right. years ago they did. They split, Yeah, right? yeah I feel yeah. like Willie was like the good one. Phil was the bad one. Right. Yeah. So we ended up with be. three weeks. They right. just yeah. split it. They're like, all right, I guess it's three weeks till spring, which we all know. Come on. Even six weeks feels generous. That's like mid-March. Yeah. Oof. Well, we haven't had a lot of snow yet this year, so I mean, I kind of, I was predicting it like Mr. Groundhog. You think so? Yeah, well, we'll see. So we say six weeks. We also say this is us waiting. There they are. Holy crap. Okay, please (laughs) say hello and welcome to the show, Jenny. Hi, Jenny. Good morning. Good morning. These are, uh, these are some words that you've come (laughs) up with here. Uh, Holy (laughs) crap. Okay, Jenny, what are the three words that come to mind when we say to you, Groundhog Day? Uh, Puxatani. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to make it hard. Yeah, you, you're, you're already off to a great start. <laughs> well, that's where it started. That's yeah. right. Yeah, no, nailed it. I've been there. Really? Yes, I you're have the one. in Puxatani. Oh, wow. Okay, so Puxatani is word one. What's word two? Uh, Gobbler Hill. Is it Gobbler Hill? Gobbler's Knob. Gobbler, Gobbler's Knob, yes. Okay, Gobbler's Knob is on there. And what's the other word? Now. The other word is, I can't remember what I had said. Well, what does, uh, I think it's the word that we're looking for when the groundhog pops out of the hole oh, shadow. in the, the shadow. Shadow, shadow, shadow. So, punks to tawny, <laughs> shadow, and gobbler's knob. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Jenny, stay right there. Don't hang up, okay? Stay right there, Jenny. Punks to tawny, gobbler's, that's hard to even say, punks yeah. to tawny. Holy cow. Uh, gobbler's knob and shadow. What does groundhog music sound like? Oh, it's funny you should ask, Nikki. Thank you for bringing that I'm up. Really not, I really uh, am curious as to what this is going to sound like. For some like. reason, this was on our mind. Whoa. <laughs> it's a southern groundhog. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Sounds right. This groundhog traveled up from the ground, which is down south, and now we've brought him here to beautiful Woodstock, <laughs> Illinois. You know, that's how we do it around here, around these parks. Hmm. Well, the sun is coming out. We better put out that awning because we're out here and we're having punks to taunting. It kind of worked, but not that great. We got to keep it going with this clapping and he's not late. Well, guess what? I would hate to rob if I was running around in Gobbler's Knob. It sounds kind of gross, kids. I swear it's okay. Gobbler's mind kind of sounds like a phrase for a beep. Hey, all right. Well, guess what, folks? Now we don't know where to go because that dirt, well, he saw his shadow. Six, four weeks of winter. We are not winners because it is really cold. What the hell's for dinner? Groundhog. That was, that, was that was a journey. You know, oh my god! Next what time we should get a jug. Yeah, we need a jug. Washboard. That's right. And maybe some overalls. I thought maybe for the washboard you'd pull your shirt up and show off the abs. Uh, yeah, maybe next year, Chris. Hey, Jenny. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. For not great. Pucks a tawny. 
Boy, that was tough. From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. It's now time for your Mix Top 6, and I promised you that drunks are going to love it. Why? Because Glamour Magazine has now revealed the six types of drunk that reveal your personality. <laughs> oh. We're going to go through them all. In at number six for the type of drunk that reveals your personality, the philosophical drunk. You're the drunk that goes blah, 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 philosophicalness. Mm-hmm. Drunks. In at number five, the kind of drunk that reveals your personality, you're the angry drunk. Oh. Youch. These are the types of drunks where alcohol makes them a little aggressive, a little angry, and they're very irritable. Surly. Surly. Yeah. yeah. In fact. And at number four, the Hemingways. These are the people whose personalities don't often change when they drink, but they're conscientious and their intellect, it's mostly unaffected. Surprisingly, Hemingways make up a plurality of drinkers, about 40%. Hmm. Hemingway was born in Oak Park. I'm just throwing that in. Boom. <laughs> and at number three, the nutty professor drunk. You're shy. But then once you're drunk, you become very extroverted, you know, after mm-hmm. having several drinks. Yeah. So you have it. And at number two, the Mr. Hyde drunk. You're friendly when you're sober, and then you become very mean when you're drunk. Mm. Oh, my gosh. That's really mean. Yeah, watch out. Terrible. <laughs> and finally, the uh, kind of drunk that reveals your personality, the Mary Poppins drunk. You become very friendly, very cheerful after consuming booze, and you tend to be more engaged and talkative while under the influence. We saw several of these last night. <laughs> At our fits and the tantrums event that we held, I feel like I was I was several. You were you're you're a, I have a couple of these. You're a good Mary Poppins. Yeah. You're never you're never I'll a pull mean all or a Mr. Stuff Hyde. Out of my purse it doesn't yeah. make sense. You yeah. are a mixture, I would say, of Mary Poppins and the Nutty Professor. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I right. think that's you there. V, you, in my experience with you, are. <laughs> I'd love to hear this. <laughs> you're you're a you're a Mary Poppins. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're a good Mary Poppins. Nobody gets angry, thankfully. Mm-mm. Yeah. They didn't list the crier. No, the crier didn't come in. You know in what I mean? Here. Yeah. There's a lot of times Maybe that's drunken... the Hemingway. Like, they're it so into be. their feelings, and then yeah. at the end of the night, they cry. That right. could be so. That could be so. But, yeah, nobody likes the crier. It just ruins every party. You're like, come on, man. Again. I know life stinks. Can we not talk about it now? Mm-hmm. Now, are you, would you find yourself, let's say you're a Mary Poppins at the party, and then when you get home, do you transition oh, into a crier? There we go. Oh, my God. I No. Uh, I mean, not you personally. I'm saying people. Right. I mean, that can happen. Well, because all of a sudden you're by yourself right. and all your thoughts start rushing. And all that energy is like gone and mm-hmm. you're just alone. You're like, uh, See, I like that, though. I'm like, whoa, all that energy has gone. Now I can sleep. Right. That's fair. Well, those are the kind of drunks out there. So beware. Okay. Keep your eyes out for a Mary Poppins. A spoonful of bourbon helps the yeah. medicine go down. Yeah. yeah. The other thing about Mary Poppins, she had all that fun stuff in her bag. That's what I mean. And you always have stuff in your bag. <laughs> like you always have snacks. You pull out like a shoe. Yeah. Socks. Mm-hmm. Money. Umbrella. Library card. Yeah. A person. It's like all the stuff's in there. The Morning Mix Flash Briefing with Violetta. Beans, beans, the magical fruit. Oh, no. Oh, yes. After years of delays, a smaller version of Chicago's iconic Cloud Gate sculpture, or as we know it, the bean, has been unveiled in New York City. The design is by the same British artist, Anish Kapoor, and he made this one. It's much smaller. Um, The one here that was um, opened in 2006 in Millennium Park weighed over 40 tons compared. So this one weighs over 40 tons. The other one, 100 tons, the original weight. So it's much smaller, and it's just, it's not as impressive because it's not like in a park all by itself. It's by like a building in the Tribeca area. Yeah, Yeah. so everyone's kind of like, why would you put it there? Yeah. Anyone else annoyed? Kind of annoyed. <laughs> I mean, right. I understand maybe this artist, this is what this artist does. 
And then, right. you know, it's like Picasso. You know, it looks like a Picasso, whatever. But, like, sort of get your own thing. I, I mean, this is all it is. It, I would think New York wouldn't want almost an right. exact that, copy of something we're known for. Really? That's very un-New York yeah. to do that. Yeah, you yeah. know, you should have made them an apple. Fine, exactly. Something in a different shape. I mean, yeah. this one is slightly different. Ours, you can go underneath. This right. one, you can't. But, I mean, basically, it's the same exact idea. Or also, maybe like a garbanzo. The, did you know it was called Cloudgate? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that, yeah. honestly. Yeah. My brother's that guy who's always like, it's Cloudgate, guys. Right. Yeah. You guys want to go to the bean? <laughs> it's Cloudgate. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Frank. Yep. Yeah, in at number two, we have a new viral audio clip from TikTok, and it's pretty amazing. There's a woman who got a very interesting voicemail concerning her dog. Wanted to give you a quick update. Um, Ty is a big humper, overstimulated, <laughs> um, literally humping everyone. Um, and a lot of the dogs did not like it. He is social, but he's more concerned about humping everybody than he is playing and meeting them. Boy. <laughs> It's a form Tell you of what. being social. Tell you what. Replace Kai with Whip. We got the same problem around here. <laughs> That's right. So everybody's using this audio with their own dogs if they are culprits of having that same behavior. And most dogs, when you play the clip for them, are kind of like looking uh, side to side. Like, is that me? Is that me? Am I? Yeah. <laughs> So it's I mean, really funny. It's trending right now. And I have some uh, something that claims to be life-changing. Oh, okay. This, I, thought you were, I have something to tell you. Chris. No, well, I do. Yeah, so like, okay, bear with out. me because people on TikTok uh, are saying that eating oranges in the shower is a life-changing experience. Have you guys... So is it probably because of like the aroma and right. all the steam and all that gets into it? Well, first they list eating an orange in the shower eliminates any worry of making a mess. Secondly, they say the cleanup is going to be so much easier with no remorse of juice getting everywhere. Uh, they also add it makes the, the core much easier to rip open because of all of the heat and steam from the shower. And lastly, the aroma of the citrus is a relief, like a stress relief thing that will help your life. But what do you do with the peel? I don't know. I guess you just throw it on the floor. On the drain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, so that'll gross. cause it back up eventually. <laughs> I will say that I don't think that you want to have any kind of uh, cut on your oh, naked no. body anywhere and get orange juice, juice in, in it. Because yeah. that's very acidic, and I think that could hurt. They yeah. don't recommend bringing a knife in there. Okay. To open it, well, I see, I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you have any kind of open... Right. or like dry skin. Sounds so gross to say open yeah, wounds, open but, you know, I mean, if you got <laughs> yeah. any... Yeah, like, you, when you're naked, yeah. you're not that protected. You know, <laughs> when you're naked and you open a, an orange right. with your whole body. It's really the naked orange the naked part, part versus necessarily yeah. just the shower mm-hmm. part. It's just like important. A, a naked hole. Right. That's your flash briefing. <laughs> All right, thank you for joining us for the Morning Mix podcast. Make sure you rate, review, like, and follow this podcast. You can also follow us on social at 1019 Mix Chicago. And we will see you tomorrow on the Morning Mix.